This session is the 12th in a series of 100 on corporate finance. So let's pick up where we left off with the final expense, which is going to be corporate taxes. The correct tax rate to use is the firm's marginal corporate tax rate, the rate the firm will pay on an incremental dollar of pre-tax income. This expense is calculated um, with the following equation. Here, your income tax is equal to your incremental earnings before interest and taxes multiplied by the firm's marginal corporate tax rate. When evaluating a corporate budgeting decision, managers generally do not include interest expense because financing costs are evaluated at a later stage. Because earnings do not represent real profits, though, managers must also determine a potential portfolio, I'm sorry, a potential project's uh, incremental effect on its cash flow. This is done by excluding depreciation and amortization from the cash flow forecast and including changes in net working capital. Um, the equation for your net working capital, again, is going to be current assets minus current liabilities. Most projects require firms to invest in networking capital. The result is that a firm may need to maintain a minimum cash balance to meet unexpected expenditures and inventories of raw materials, uh, as well as finished products to accommodate the production of uncertainties. I'm sorry, to accommodate production uncertainties um, and demand fluctuations. Net capital is important here because it reflects a short-term investment that ties up cash flow that could be used elsewhere. When networking capital increases, th that change reflects an increase in additional working capital and represents a reduction in cash flow that year. With the networking capital figure, uh, an IB or PE analyst can finally calculate a project's estimated free cash flow. Uh, and two equations will be relevant here. First, your free cash flow is equal to open parentheses revenues minus costs minus depreciation close parentheses multiplied by open parentheses one minus the tax rate close parentheses plus depreciation, minus capital expenditures, and minus the change in networking capital. By way of contrast, your present value of free cash flow equation is equal to present value of the free cash flow, um, which is equal to free cash flow divided by open parentheses 1 plus the interest rate close parentheses to the power of t, which is also equal to um, free cash flow times open parentheses 1 divided by open parentheses 1 plus interest rate close parentheses to the power of t close parentheses. The product of the firm's tax rate and depreciation is called the depreciation tax shield, which is the tax savings that results from the company's ability to deduct depreciation. Firms often report a different depreciation expense for accounting and tax purposes. Because only the tax consequences of depreciation are relevant for free cash flow, managers should use the depreciation expense that the firm will, will use for tax purposes in their forecasts. The goal, in turn, after forecasting the firm's incremental cash flows is to have the necessary inputs to calculate the project's net present value. This task is done by discounting the firm's free cash flow at the appropriate cost of capital. The capital cost of a project is the expected return that investors can earn on their best alternative investment with similar risk and maturity. The projections certainly don't end there, though. This is so because managers must deal with project externalities or issues that have an indirect um, effect on a project and that may increase or decrease the profits of other business activities of the firm. Project externalities can include um, sunk costs, um, overhead costs, and past R&D expenditures. Um, as well as cannibalization. Um, what do I mean when I say cannibalization? Well, this occurs when the sale of a new product displaces the sale of an existing product. By way of contrast, a sunk cost uh, is any unrecoverable cost for which the firm is already liable. Sunk costs have been or will be paid regardless of the decision of whether or not to proceed with the project. Sunk costs, therefore, are not incremental with respect to the current decision and should not be included in the incremental analysis. 
The cardinal precept here is that if a manager's decision does not affect cash flow, then the cash flow um, should not affect uh, the, the, the decision, right? So it's, it runs both ways. Um, overhead expenses, um, by way of contrast, are associated with activities that are not directly attributable to a single business activity, but instead that affect many different areas of the corporation. These expenses are often allocated to the different business activities for accounting um, purposes. To the extent that these overhead costs are fixed and will be incurred in any case, they are not incremental to the project and should be not be included. An important capital budgeting tool for assessing the effect of uncertainty in forecasts is sensitivity analysis. Sensitivity analysis breaks the net present value calculation into its component assumptions and shows how the net present value varies as the underlying assumptions change. By conducting a sensitivity analysis and manipulating different variables in the net present value calculation, managers can learn which assumptions are the most important, which aspects of a project uh, are the, and as well as which aspects of the project are most critical in the preliminary phase. A natural extension of the sensitivity analysis um, is the break-even test, an assessment that tests for the level at which an investment has a net present value of zero. While both the sensitivity and break-even tests only permit managers to change one variable, this restriction does not apply to scenario analysis, which permits managers to modify multiple variables at one time to test the effects on the net present value of a project. In practice, these tests are often performed with an Excel spreadsheet as calculations by hand would be rather tedious. Based on the returns for these tests, the manager will then exercise her or his option to delay commitment on the project, abandon the project, or expand the project. And that concludes this short session on uh, corporate finance, which is the 12th of 100.